If you ever struggle with the space between your vision for your life and God's vision for your life, or you just, you want to save your kids from going through anything at all, enduring any hard work, you want to step in, but you don't know the balance between letting them learn and letting them grow and getting the experiences that they need and what we should save them from given our experiences in our own life, then today's episode is for you. So stick around. Hey friends, it's Katie with Covenant Collections here with your first episode of Covenant Conversations. Welcome to our Christian parenting community where genuine faith and family values intertwine. Today, we're going to talk about setting our children up for success. So really, I feel like one of our core goals as parents, a driving force behind everything that we do, is to use what we've learned in our lives, everything from our hardships, our lessons, our truth, our understanding, our self-improvements over the years, to guide our children in a way that ultimately can save them from enduring any difficult things that we've endured and teach them the lessons that we've learned without them having to learn it the hard way themselves. As parents, we naturally want them to have the best possible lives they can have. We want them to find God sooner than we did or be even closer to him than we were. We want to save them from making our mistakes and give them the benefit of our experience. And this applies within our faith journeys and within just regular day-to-day life as well. From scripture, we can look at King David and his son Solomon here. For a little background, David, of course, is most famous for defeating the giant Goliath. He was a shepherd boy who became Israel's most well-known king. David was often described as a man after God's own heart. That doesn't mean he was perfect, but he did love God, and God favored him greatly. David was chosen as the king who would replace Saul after Saul disobeyed and angered God. But even after being chosen, David had to endure many challenges and obstacles before becoming king. There was no immediate gratification or easy fulfillment of his purpose. I mean, God personally selected him to be the next king of Israel, and still, he had to endure so many things before he actually reached that blessing. Many of us can relate to that in some way or another. A blessing may be bestowed upon us, but we still have work to do. We should never shy away from doing the work. God encourages the work of his people. This is important to understand. David was a highly favored and powerful king. He was also a great leader and achieved many things for the people of Israel under his leadership. But there was one thing that God would not allow David to do, and that was build a temple for him. David wanted to build a house as the resting place for the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and as a footstool for God. He had all of the best of intentions. He wanted to honor God. He made all the preparations, and he deeply desired being able to do this. And yet God still told David he was not the one for the job, and he loved David very much. This is a man after God's own heart, right? He loved David, but David wasn't the one for that particular purpose. 
Many of us can also relate to having a vision for our life that just doesn't quite align with God's vision for our lives. And when that happens, we have to redirect and realign with his plan rather than our own. Many times God's will may mean we don't get what we thought we wanted or needed. We trust in him that he knows so much more than us. They say often God's redirection is God's protection. And I think that's a great way to put it. Whether we understand that at the time or not, to truly trust and surrender to God means following his design, not our own. God told David that it would actually be his son Solomon who would build his house and courts. God promised to establish Solomon's kingdom forever if he followed the Lord's commands. And now while Solomon did become a great king and a great man of God, at this time, he was young and he was inexperienced. So David could have questioned God. He could have pointed out how many things he himself had done to earn or deserve this responsibility. He could have feared his son having to take this on. He could have expressed doubt in his son's ability. But instead, he fully trusted God. He trusted that God knows far more than we will ever know. God has plans for our children that do not require our understanding or our approval. Our children are God's children first and foremost, and I know, I get it. It's hard to see it that way sometimes. We're here. We're taking care of them. We love them. We support them. We guide them. But we have to make sure that we truly do understand that they are God's children before they are our own. Not only do they, we know that, not only do we need to understand and know that, we need to teach this to our children. We need to make sure when we're molding them into someone who relies on us and counts on us and trusts in us, that we are in reinforcing that, we're establishing that foundation for them in Christ as well. We need to teach them that they should count on God. They should rely on and trust in God. Even if it may be mom or dad comforting them back to sleep after a bad dream in the middle of the night, we need to not just say, of course you're safe, mommy's here, daddy's here, you're, we're going to keep you safe, we'll protect you. This is where we have opportunities to remind them that God is always with them. You'll be surprised by just how many opportunities you have to build your child's foundation with God when you start incorporating this into your everyday life. That is part of our job as Christian parents. David used his great leadership to set his son up for success in every way that he possibly could and to prepare him fully in a way that made his success much more likely. He set Solomon on the right path and led him in the way a parent should. In 1 Chronicles 28 verse 9, David said, As for you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father and serve him wholeheartedly and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands the intention of every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you abandon him, he will reject you forever. This is David's loving guidance, support, and also a very clear warning to his son. 
At the end of the day, David didn't sugarcoat the truth to Solomon. He knew his job as his father was to prepare his son. You prepare someone with the truth, not with a watered-down version of it that makes the truth easier to accept and then harder to face. He made sure his son knew that it's not only your actions, but everything from your true desire to follow God's will to the true intentions behind your actions that God sees and will judge you by. That's kind of a wake-up call for us all. We have a responsibility to make sure that not only are we doing the right things, but we're also doing the right things for the right reasons. It's not about earning our spot in heaven or earning favor on earth. It's certainly not about looking good or impressing our neighbors. It's truly about serving God. It's making sure our desire is to please him and do his will. His will, not our will. We have to make sure we understand this. We live our own lives this way and only then can we hope to instill these values into our children. And by no means am I saying we have to be perfect because we can't be. That's not possible in our human nature and God is well aware of this more than anyone. David wasn't perfect either. And if you're familiar with David's full story, then you know his sins were pretty significant. But he humbled himself and he didn't live for the riches and the power. He lived for God and he prepared his son to do the same. That's the thing I really want us to walk away from knowing that today. David also said to Solomon in verse 20 to be strong and courageous and do the work, not to be afraid or discouraged for the Lord our God is with you. He will not leave or abandon you till the work is finished. David knew that this was not going to be an easy task for his son. And it's so hard, isn't it, to know that your child's about to go through something or face something that you just simply can't hold their hand through. You can't do it for them. Their fate is their own. Your job isn't to do it for them. David knew that Solomon may experience these feelings of fear and discouragement facing such a significant task. And knowing this, he prepared his son for the obstacles ahead. He didn't save him from it. He prepared him for it. Again, he didn't sugarcoat what Solomon was going to go through, but he did reinforce that this path was the right path. Following God is the right choice. This way of life is worth far more than the challenges you'll face. David didn't do the work for him. He knew there were reasons behind the work. Work teaches us and molds us in countless ways. We should never shy away from doing the work. And we should fight the urge to step in and save our kids from doing hard things. That does not mean that we are called to add to their burdens. We've all seen the parents who live behind the, oh, the world isn't going to take it easy on them, so I'm not going to take it easy on them method. And that is not at all what I'm supporting. King David knew it was his son's responsibility to build this temple with all of its challenges. He knew that God wouldn't give him this task unless he was fully capable of succeeding. But he knew his son would struggle with this and he wanted to set him up for success. So to do this, David gathered the offerings from the people so that all of the supplies Solomon would need were already ready for him. 
David essentially equipped his son with a tool belt to make his path a bit more attainable. It's important to realize that this is exactly what God does for us so often. If you aren't paying attention, you might not even notice it. But maybe you climbed your way to the top of the corporate ladder or dug yourself out of poverty. Maybe you're the first in your family to go to college. Maybe you're the first in generations to give your children a good life or even care if they had a good life. But regardless of what we achieve, let's never lose sight of the fact that these things are only possible because God, our Father, made those things possible. He put everything we would need in our path to make those achievements attainable. He is so good. And while he does not step in and stop us from doing the work that we have to do for ourselves, he does provide us everything we will need to accomplish what we're meant to accomplish. He equips us to face our work much the same way David did for Solomon. And it's also up to us to heed the same warnings that David gave Solomon. We must be strong and courageous. We have to do the work. We can't allow fear or discouragement to hinder us. And we must remember that no matter what we're facing right now, we are not alone. God is with us always. He's with us in the work. He's with us in the midst of the struggle. We may need that work to mold us into who we're meant to be. We may need them to make us worthy of the blessings he wants to give us, of the impact we're destined to have, and so on. Let's use this as our reminder to prepare our children in the way David prepared Solomon and in the way God prepares us. Let's not step in and do the work for them, but let's equip them with all of the tools they need to face that work and succeed without fear or discouragement. Our support and guidance is so powerful. Our influence is so strong. So let's yield it well and be mindful of the tool belt we provide our children. That foundation for their faith is essential and you are the first place it's going to come from. That is a huge responsibility, but that is also such a great honor that God trusts you to mold your child. He trusts you to build the block that their foundation in their faith in Christ will stand on for the rest of their lives. If you're still with me and you've enjoyed the message I shared today, then I'd love to give you a free gift. If you visit our website, www.covenantcollections.com, you can claim your family devotion starter kit. I put this together to help you pull God's word into your family's day-to-day in an easy and enjoyable way. The Family Devotion Starter Kit is a collection of devotionals, activities, and discussion prompts that will bring your family closer to God and to each other in the process. It's a PDF download that I know you're going to love. Now, I'd really love if in the comments you would share an example of a time that God gave you all the tools you'd need but you had to do the work yourself and tell us what kind of impact that had in your life. Thank you for listening. God bless you.